I think of Atomic Kitten, I think of those amazing girls. One of them is a dear friend, Liz McLaren. I loved her in Moving On, her first proper acting debut. And she was with Les Dennis and Lewis Emmerich. It was incredible. And she did so, so well. She was Master Chef. Have a listen to the lovely Liz McLaren on my podcast. Liverpool Live. Hello, Liz. Hello, you. How are you? It is one of my favourite records, you know, of all time. It's it's such... It, it's a guaranteed floor filler, which is great. It is. So it, it's nice when you think of it, Liz, as a, a putting your pop singer head on. It's great that you've had an anthem, because it's an anthem. It is. Well, I mean, it became more of an anthem for like lots of different reasons. I mean, I know we know the root version of it as well, but for like, for it became like the football anthem as well, didn't it? For yeah. Southgate, yeah. and that was quite recently, and everyone's still singing it now. So. I hope, I hope that continues as well. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk to you tonight, not just because I love you and I love being in your company mm. and I love, you just, you know, I, I think you're a special lady, always have done. We do have a nice time together, don't we? We do indeed, <laughs> we do indeed. But I was taken back, and a lot of people have been taken back, by your acting skills. And you were oh, in thank you. Moving on with oh, Les Dennison, Lewis Emmerich. Oh, do you know what? It's just like... It's my favourite thing to do. I just I didn't realise how much I would love it. I'm overwhelmed with it, honestly. I just love it so much. Well, it's a great series, and uh, yeah. I, I actually, and I've said this to Colin McEwen time and time again, I actually think it's wasted in the afternoon. I know there's a big audience in the afternoon, but I I would love it on the evening because I've, I've loved every series. Do you know what? Well, I, we've, I mean, we've watched it for, like, a long time now because I remember telling my mum about it. That's like, my mum's like me, like, me tester. I always go, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do moving on. And she goes, ooh, like, when I did MasterChef, I was like, I'm going to do MasterChef. She went, oh, my God. So anything, like, if she goes, oh, my God, then I'm doing it. And um, so, uh, so I said that day and she was like, oh, my God, I love it, I love it, I love it. And um, she, because she was telling me every episode around our episode, what was happening. I was like, Mum, I know, because I'm like, I met all of it. I know, Mum. And she was like, yeah, but did you know that this happened in the, in the episode before? I was like, yes, Mum, I know. And I know who was in it as well. Anyway, but um, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant. And loads of people were saying on Twitter, you know, I got into a lot of conversations with people, obviously, once our episode had aired. And lots of people were saying, why, why is it on of a day? Why is it on of a night? But I like, I mean... We need good stuff on in the day, so I'm 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 happy with it being on in the day because I get to watch it, especially with <laughs> you know things things going on now with COVID and everything. We're all indoors, aren't we? So everyone's watching it. Now tell me the story of getting the job because the bonus after you'd heard about it was Les Dennis and Lewis Emmerich, which yeah. just so tell us how it happened. Um, so it was a it was a call from. It's funny because you think. And a lot of people do think because it's like, if you will, like a local job, like, you know, because you're from here and it's, it's, you know, made by a production company uh, from around here and stuff. Everyone thought that it was, you know, through a friend or something, but it wasn't. It came through me agent, went, it went to London, it came back to me, you know, one of them. So it was all very official. And um, and they were like, do you want to send a self-tape in for this? And I was like, oh, my God, yes, I do. Are you messing? Call me Q and Jimmy Robin, oh, my God. So um, I, I just I just went absolutely nuts and, and did it. was dead excited when I did it. My mum uh, read the lines for me, but it was all, I was a bit like a fish out of water, do you know what I mean? Because I just, I, I hadn't done anything like that before. My agent had to tell me what to do and stuff. And um, and so 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 I sent the tel- self-tape in and like, I was in Tesco room a couple of days later and, and I got a phone call just to say I'd got it. And I was like, oh my God, mum, I got it. She went, I knew you would, I knew you would. Let's go and get some carver to celebrate. So that was what we did. And then, um, and then I got the script and, Pete, the most ner- nerve-wracking thing for me was um, 
the, like they do table reads, don't they? Yeah, and yeah. Um, uh, before you before you film it, but obviously due to COVID, ours was like by Zoom, and I was petrified. It was like <laughs> it was like big hitters from Liverpool, like the whole thing. And I was just I sat there going, "Oh my god, are you messing with all these people on the screen?" And I kept putting myself on mute by accident. I was dead nervous. I kept stumbling over the words. Oh, you you would have laughed so much if you'd have seen me. I was a show. But they knew what they were doing, that's why they booked you. Simple as that. But yes, you also true, true. worked <laughs> with people who were so pro and would be so kind to you anyway and get you through it. Oh, yeah. Because I've worked, well, I've worked with Lewis before, and Lewis is always, like, you know, he, he was, like, in, in warm-up uh, when I did Elf with him at the Lowry um, in Salford. Um, he was always, like, my go-to person, him and uh, Joe, Joe McCann. We, we'd always be chatting football and at warm-up and, you know, just chatting about what was on the news and just having a nice nice conversation. So they were like me, you know, they really looked after me all the time. So I, I love Lewis Spitz and, you know, I'm always in contact with him. I absolutely love him. Um, and then Les Dennis is just one of the nicest men you will ever meet in your whole entire life, full stop. Yeah. It's like, it was it was a pleasure to play his daughter. He's just such a a, a beautiful soul. And, and that sounds so cheesy and, you know, like, really, like, actor, you know, the kind of thing. But he's, he's, it's he's not It's so not lovely. cheesy because he is adorable. I did his first ever yeah. summer season with him and Dustin G. Uh, Les, I worked with when he was 16. I was at the Shakespeare and he came in and we became friends. I was at his... Um, Two of his marriage, no, two of his. He's only been married twice. Just two marriages. <laughs> two. Sorry about that, Les, if you're listening. And Lewis Emmerich is just, and especially after seeing him <laughs> in the full Monty, I'll never forget oh, him. Oh yeah, <laughs> that oh, was my great. God. But I loved watching you. It's weird when you see a friend do something new. Like I was the same when you were on MasterChef because that oh, was yeah. another skill of yours that. You know, people don't realise that there's more to somebody and then you start to find out. It's just getting that chance to do it. It is, but I mean, do you know what? I think I think you're fine with a lot of people because I did it myself, you know, like people go, people are on telly, like say, you know, singer turns, turns acting or, or, you know, whatever. You, you do, you, you, you can't help you go, oh, go on then. Yeah, let's see what you've got. And you can't, it's like this... As, as much as you like the person, you just you, you're thinking, oh, I bet you they won't be that good. And it's I don't know what that is about people in general. I I do it all the time, and and then when someone shocks you, you go, oh my god, that was sensational! Wow, that's brilliant! And it's just it's so strange, isn't it? You just can't see them in a different. That's that must be what it is. You can't see them in a different light at all. I don't. I really think outside the box, so I definitely can't see people in a different light. But um. Yeah, it was It was just like, it was a shock to me as well, to be quite honest. I, I really wanted to do it, and, and I was excited about it, and I felt good when I was saying the lines and stuff. But then, to, to hear people say, oh my God, you're really natural. Oh, and that's like, that's been the main word, which has just like blown me away. But I, it, it's a shock to hear. I'm like, oh really? Oh, thanks very much. It's, it's weird for me, even. You know who, what I mean? Who did you watch it with? Who did I watch it with? I watched it with, um, well, I got a, I got, um, when did I watch it? So I watched it the day before, because yep. you're allowed to watch it the day before. Um, and um, I watched it with my mum, my dad, and then I took, and then I went over to my brothers and watched it with him, him and his fiance. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, yeah, mum and dad first. You've got to share it with them, haven't you? 
Interesting, so, interesting. It, it was just great. I just, I just, I just love it when when you see people that you know on, you know, you Les and, and Lewis. It's just, it was a, a great. I said to Colin McCune, it's a great Liverpool cast. It was really lovely, and you know who's been um, Michael Starr. He's been really, really supportive of me after it as well. He's just, you know, saying the same thing. Um, you know, I mean, all my life I've only ever called him Simbad, so I never, yeah. you know, for years I never knew that that was, that was his real name as well. Obviously, I did as an adult, but and I was just like, um, and him just say, "Yeah, you're really natural." You know, uh, me and the wife think you're great, and I was just like, "Oh my god, thank you so much." It's just weird to me. So then, obviously. I had to go back and watch a load of uh, Brookside because it just made me feel like really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I, did, I, I honestly did as well. I want to see you now because you've done Panto, you've done a lot. I'd love to see you in a major musical. I've, well, I'm, I've kind of, I've, I feel like I've done the musicals a bit though, you know, because like I, I, I did uh, Legally Blonde, which was massive, and it opened in Liverpool, which I loved. I did Elf, and I got, I really got very. Oh, sorry, I forgot that. about Elf. Sorry, I forgot. Yeah, about with Elf. Lewis, but yeah, but. Sometimes for me, it's like a bit. Um, once you've got a, once you've got really good reviews, I kind of go, oh, that's that's done then. That's really, I'm a, I'm a bit like I love to move on and do lots of different things. But um, the one thing I can't at the moment move on from is this TV acting. I just, you know, what I love about it because you know that with with uh, you know being in, being in a band and stuff and still doing big shows, it's all quite fraught before you go on stage and then you're on stage. It's loud and. Everything's going on and the whole live aspect. Whereas this is like yeah. dead calm. Yeah. And you know me, Peter. I'm actually quite a calm sort of a bit shy, aren't I? A bit you are a bit a shy. Bit. Yeah, you are a bit shy. Yeah, which and, it always surprised me when I first met you, but you are. Yeah, but so with with filming, this was just brilliant because it was just like if everyone's calm, it's like okay, so this is the thing you're going to do now. And we had a great director, Len. He was absolutely brilliant. And you know, everyone's just really calm, and, and I just felt I was like, this is for yeah. me. I just love this whole chilled out vibe and I'm sure it's not always like that you know what I mean but that's what that's what this was like and I absolutely adored it I tell you what you look back and hopefully you're going to get more parts you look back and you said about it's not always like that you actually had everything around you was perfect because you had some amazing professionals that would share it, whereas there's other people and you've seen it in the music industry that wouldn't share it, that would cut your legs from under you yeah that's really true you know actually and I've I've always, always found, and I'm so grateful. Like in, in my life, I really am, um, because I've always found that when I've when I've gone into something new like that, I've always had really kind people around me, and, I, and I, I'm so lucky like that. I think to have. I mean, my first scene was with Les, and and he came up to me um, at the beginning of the day. And he was like, "Do you want to run some lines on the first scene we're going to do?" And I went, "Yeah, okay." And I and I could not stop giggling, and it was a serious scene, and I'm like laughing. But, and he was like, you're not going to do this when we're filming, are you? And I was like, no, no, no. But it was just pure nerves. I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? But then when we got to it, so we filmed the first one. I, said, I can't even remember if we did a rehearsal. It all just sort of went so quickly that first day. But um, we filmed the first scene. And we and, and they went, OK, that's done. And he came on and he went, oh, my God. He said, you are brilliant. And I went, shut up. Wow. And he's like, no. He said, I was a bit worried when you were laughing before. Yep. He said, but you, and I was like, oh, my God, thank you so much. So, yes, I've, I've, I've had really really kind people around me and i'm so grateful for that may it may it continue <laughs> see i can't take les serious anymore after seeing him naked when he was with um um Gervais. don't remember extras no. don't you? oh yes so, oh, God, he yeah. was the i rang him up and i said you only you could have gone because he'll push himself 
because he loves acting as well. So he'll push he, he, himself into he? anything. Yeah. Oh, I love him as an actor. I think he's a terrific you know actor. So Pete, he, he said as well, because when he said to me, he said um, that that's actually his first lead role in something. He's done all yeah. he's done Corrie and all sorts, but that's actually his first lead role. So he was really invested in this. And mm-hmm. God, you know, I knew he was good. But, you know, when you watch someone on telly again yeah. and you go, oh, that's different on telly than how you were in person. And... and mm. And he's brilliant. He's so he's so believable, honestly. And and he's he, he'll work with you on stuff because you know, like we have to be very um, safe because we had like two tests a week, COVID wise, and everything. Everyone was socially distanced. It was so well done, really, really well done. And because um, we were like one of the first uh, LA productions, were really, really proud because we were like one of the first productions to actually film. Yeah. Uh, when in in the, in, in the midst of COVID. So they were really careful and there were so many forms to fill in every day and tests and everything. Anyway, um, and I said to Les, I said, am I okay to like put me, because I feel like with with the relationship with the, uh, the father and the daughter, I think that she put her hand on his back or, you know, like rub his back or stuff like that. I said, you know, with everything going on and, you know, just personal space anyway, are you okay with me doing that? He's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. So what are you going to do? Oh yeah, great. And he was just, he, he, he helped me, you know what I mean? He really helped me with, with stuff. And, yeah. he, and he, any time I made a suggestion, he didn't go, yeah, yeah, whatever. Or he just he just went, let me think. Oh, yeah, okay, great. And he listened to me, and I just thought, oh, my God, I'm, I'm like a newbie. Mm-hmm. And you're, you, you know, this is like, you, you've done this for years, but you're listening to me, and I just think that anyone who respects everyone is, is always going to be... Uh, uh, you know, uh, always, always going to work well. You know, they're always going to have work, aren't they? And that's why he's still there, and that's why people want to work with him because he's he's like that. That's that's his nature. Yeah, he, Tell me, my lovely. What he does. Uh, well, I thought you did a phenomenal job. Tell me how how have you coped with lockdown? Oh, well, I've told you a few times that I just like ah, uh, I, I think first lockdown it was a bit sunny. Um, it was all a bit like what's you know it was lovely outside or what's going on. Yeah. We all sit in the garden. And then it got very serious because, you know, obviously the amount of um, uh, deaths and everything, it just, it just got so serious so quickly, didn't it? And then um, second lockdown wasn't too bad. This one, I think everybody agrees. Like when you read on social media and on the TV, everyone agrees this one has been pretty painful. Mentally, this has been pretty painful, definitely. Uh, like even though there is light at the end of the tunnel, you can't sort of acknowledge it almost some days. You're a bit like... Bit lost in the yeah. darkness, aren't you? Yeah. A little bit, not to get a bit poetic, but yeah, no, no, like no you're right. You're right, and we've, are... got, and we've got loads of gigs coming up, and they're all selling out. But you still, you still wake up on a Tuesday or a Wednesday and just go, oh god, oh my god. But mm. you know mm. what? I was talking about gratitude before Peter, and I'm, I'm, I'm still grateful because everyone I love is safe, and I'm really grateful, mm. and, and I'm, I'm happy about that. One of the greatest drugs in the world. And if people haven't experienced it, they they're missing out. Is applause and a live mm. audience. You must mm. have missed that terribly. Well, I'll let you into the secret. Oh, go on. <laughs> I was I was losing. <laughs> I was. I'm usually have a few drinks before I say this to you, don't I? Um, <laughs> I was losing. Um, losing the love for performing a bit, oh. and um, because I. I don't know, I was just like, I used to, I was getting quite anxious, and I've, I've spoken to you a few times about anxiety and yeah, stuff and that, yeah. but I was getting quite anxious and that, and um, so live shows were making me, because they're quite het up, they were making me very, very nervous, and um, so I started to want to do less of them, and then, obviously, uh, we didn't, so since, so since December 
uh, December 2019, we hadn't worked and then we were going to start work in, we were going to start some gigs abroad, Tash and I, in March 2020. But obviously that's, a, that's when lockdown kicked in and it kicked in, in on uh, on the continent before it kicked in here and all our gigs were starting on the continent. Mm-hmm. So that was like, okay, that's not happening. And then as, as the year went on, I was starting to think, oh, I'd, I'd love a gig now. Like, oh, gosh, what, what I wouldn't do for, you know, just like a, a live show. Anyway, we got to do, we got to, in that hiatus, like, was it September or August time, you know, when we, we or everything went back to normal a little bit in August, like yeah. towards middle of August. Um, we got to go to Poland for a TV show. And uh, we were there for about uh, four or five days. And then I got to film as well. And we had, I got to film moving on. And then we had... Um, one show in Newcastle, like a socially distanced outdoor show in Newcastle. And I, I've never enjoyed those performances more than for, for, for a decade. For maybe, no, probably for five years. I That was the first time in about five years that I've enjoyed a performance that much because I missed it so much. And it really has put everything into perspective. Of it. I will never look a gift horse in the mouth. No. I'm so grateful for everything. Um, yeah, so I, I've totally fallen back in love with, with performing yeah, again. It's that's mad. incredible. Tell me how the socially distanced gig worked in Newcastle. Describe it to us, because I, I went to two theatres over Christmas, socially distanced, mm-hmm. but I, I've not been to a gig yet. Tell, tell us how it worked. So it was, it was one of, I think it was like the first, one of the first ones. It was on the news um, where they had, you know, those sort of bar- those metal barriers that they have at the front of yeah. the stage so yeah. people aren't hurting themselves and that. Um, there's so so they had those, but they sort of had like pods, and and obviously it was outside because it's, you know better outside, um, and everyone was just basically two. All of these pods were two meters apart, and you could you know it was people from households in each pod. You're only allowed you like your households in each pod, and um, you know a lot less tickets were sold because that's you know, they had to space everything out instead of having like a thousand people there. But everyone thoroughly enjoyed it, and, oh. and I have to say, I was worried about gigs this year because. Um, a lot of people, even though the tickets sold, a lot of people didn't turn up because they were still scared about yeah, everything, which yeah. I totally understand. But but now the gigs are totally they're selling out yeah. in, in arenas because people are people are ready. T- tell me, yeah. staying with Newcastle for a second, you as an artist with, with everybody on stage, what was the atmosphere like? Because it was smaller and it was this strange looking thing looking out. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. You know what? It's a, re- it's a funny thing about Atomic Kitten because we we still sometimes get we still sometimes go out on stage and people sort of look at us a bit and go, "All right, okay, yeah." But by the time we're, we're, we're doing the tie to tie, people are screaming at the top of the lungs, singing the song, you know, loving it. And every it's so funny when we play somewhere new because we have gigs that we play all the time. You know, we go back to, um, but when we play somewhere new you know, organisers, you come off and people, and, and they go, oh my God, I've never heard someone sing all again that loud in my life. Like, people are screaming <laughs> it at you. So it's, it was actually not too, as, for, for uh, as few of people yeah. as there were there, it was really quite loud. It was, so, so for us, when it comes to the big hits, like your tires, the tires, your turn off lanes and your hole again, um, the people, they're just shouting them at you, they love it. And so we, we love it too, you know, it really, that was a brilliant gig, actually, absolutely brilliant gig. And um, Vivian was there as well, actually. The Vivian was on, on at that gig, and it was absolutely brilliant. What a talent. What, yeah, a, ta- what a talent. What a ta- and what a nice person as well. 
Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Love him, yeah. love him, love him, love him. So, what's the future um, apart from the gigs? Well, and, mm. and you want to go into the acting role? Can you tease us with anything, or is it all hush hush? Or it is hush hush at the moment, actually, because like literally, like you know, when you get sent stuff, it's really weird. It, we used to um, we used to find this with CDs when you get like a demo CD of your own album, like your, your name's written all over it, but like like all blurred and like faded so like you know, it's <laughs> everything I've got I've got like a little file now for all my acting stuff it's, it's, I love it but um, it, it's all got my name printed all over it so and, and you get this like, email that says do not you know don't say right. <laughs> sign this and you're like oh okay thanks very much but yeah so there's things coming in we're in discussions with, about stuff um, I've definitely got stuff, stuff to look forward to um, but at the moment, things are p- people are trying to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, trying to wait a little bit longer after, uh, you know, like the twenty first of June for things to, to yeah, start yeah. properly filming again. Yeah. But um, oh, I love it. Oh God, I just want I could do it. I could do it all day, every day. I just well, now you now it. you've discovered acting. I've got to ask before you go. Mm-hmm. How would you feel about a nude scene? A new oh, gee, this is the thing. <laughs> this is the you know what? No, you, you know me. I'm I'm a proper prude. So like, um, I don't know. We'll have to go on 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 the Atkins though for a bit. No, um, what? No, Not you know at what? all. The way you look, you soft. So, no. So. Oh, oh God, everyone. Oh God, ooh, I can't even speak. Um, I, do you know what? I honestly don't know. Um. It, it would really depend about the story. I do think sometimes you do see, like, there are sex scenes. Um, and I do think, well, that didn't really add to the story. No, I mean, I, don't no, mind, I mean, you yeah. know, like, you know, I, I don't mind a, a rudy scene in the film, whatever. But I just sometimes go, what, what, why was that there, though? What yeah. was that about? Didn't show any particular, like, relationship between the couple, you know, like, any any different. So so I think if it does, if it does add, then... Mm. Definitely, but then I read the script a while ago, and it was just like, "What happens? What? Where? I'm, I'm all right with that. I'm, I think I'm going to leave that one. Thanks, honestly." Like, and if, if you said yes, I'll do it. What would your mother say? Well, this is the thing. Your father's got to watch it, though, and things like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? My dad's got to watch things. I'm, I'm, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> Liz, I'm so glad you joined me. I've got to tell you, oh, I loved you. you on Moving On. I think Colin McEwen and Jimmy are just sensational. We're, oh, absolutely. And they've kept their money where their mouth is in Liverpool. They've done the yeah. business here. It was a great cast, a great piece. And you can, nobody can take it from you, Liz McLaurin. It was superb. Thank you so much. Thank you. You take care, young lady. You too. Ta-da. If you enjoyed Liz McLaren from Atomic Kitten, why not subscribe and join me regularly on my podcast. Live a cool life.